Welcome to the You Deserve Better podcast. I decided to start this podcast after several years of being single and deciding to jump into the dating pool. After the first couple dates, I learned that dating wasn't nearly as fun as I hoped it would be. Not to say that the dates were bad, they were just interesting enough to where I came up with the idea to start this podcast. This podcast was originally going to be about people in their 50s starting to date. And as I talked to more and more people that were younger than I am, I learned that people in their 40s had different challenges, maybe more difficult challenges than what people my age have to deal with. The more people I talked to, the more the idea kind of morphed into what I hope it will be, which is going to be more about dating and relationships and the oddities of the dating life. So if you enjoy the podcast, please forward the link to somebody. Anything we can do to grow this podcast would be greatly appreciated. And now here's episode one of the You Deserve Better podcast. And we're recording now, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and give us your status and kind of go from there. I am Carrie Hammer. I live in the Twin Cities. I was married for 17 years, divorced now for going on 10 next month. Uh, two adult boys, one still lives with me, and um, that one is expecting a child in July, so I'll soon be a grandparent, and um, trying to date again. Okay. So have you dated much since you've been divorced? Um, in the beginning, I dated quite a bit just to make friends mm -hmm. um, because at that point I was in a leadership role and the friends that I had in that time, I could no longer consider or treat them as friends. And so I had to change. Because they worked for you. Yes. Okay. And so at that point I had to change how I had friends that were males and so I went out to try dating and that was um 10 years ago it was a lot easier 10 years ago you think it was so how how did you meet people back then because I I've been divorced about 12 years I hadn't even really considered dating up until just recently I, I dated a little bit but not not very often so how did you meet people in the early days um, I used an app. I can't remember. It was an app. I can't okay. remember which one so it was. It was online dating. It was so. online dating. Okay. And it was it was just like the conversations were better. Okay. More upfront, I think. Okay. So less less passive aggressive. Yes. And you got ghosted last, I assume. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there wasn't any ghosting yet. I mean, except for like if the conversation just kind of wore out mm -hmm. you know that happens and I don't care about that but yeah there was no I hadn't been ghosted in the beginning I hadn't even really seen any breadcrumbing where they like leave you and then come back and okay, like reconnect and then bread, leave breadcrumbing is something I've never heard of so. so they like they ghost you think they ghost yeah and they go away and you're like fine and then they like come back and see how you are, and then they disappear again. So, do you think they need a little attention? Is that yeah. what it is? So okay. they're just coming back for that endorphin hit, okay. and then they get you hooked in, and so then you start asking questions again, and then they leave again. And they run away. Yeah. So um, I think that had just started, probably like two years into my 
divorce time. Okay. So, yeah. I guess I haven't experienced that, but I haven't really been on the apps that much. Sure. So. And I don't know if women do it as much as men do. That could be. Maybe it's the ghosting that, that happens quite a bit. You'll have, be having a conversation, and then boom, it just stops. And maybe the conversation just completely disappears off the app. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I thought we were having a good conversation, but apparently, and maybe she found Mr. Right. Who knows? Not likely. She just found another person to chat with. That could be, too. (laughs) But, I mean, to completely delete it? I know. I don't understand. Like, I think I found that in the beginning. Um, I'm still friends with the person I first dated in the beginning. Um, But because at that point I was a really big mess, and I had to leave that relationship and so um it took some time for us to come back together and be friends okay um but since then we have become friends over the 10 years and so now when you say friends uh chatting type friends or do you see each other we see each other and share what's going on in our lives and stuff like that so um he's my emergency contact because i don't know My dad's too old and my sister's getting married. And I'm like, well, you know me the longest, you I guess. What? When we hit a certain age, we're just going to get married and be done with it. <laughs> you know, we kind of have, I mean, I don't know that either one of us um, want to get married, but we've kind of kind of gotten to the, he's older than I am. And so we've kind of gotten to the point where it's like, maybe, it's, I mean... <laughs> You don't annoy me, so... <laughs> right, you annoy me less than everybody else, so yeah. that's two thumbs up right there. Yeah, so, so, and he's had some really strange dating stuff that, some of it he brought upon himself, and some of it, like, he just can't get rid of some of it still, and I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, so I look at mine and go, well, at least they don't talk to me anymore. Right, right. <laughs> so you've had some interesting dates over the years. Yeah, okay. yeah. What would you like to share about those days? So um, the first the first one, the oldest one. Um, the oldest date or the oldest person? The longest ago. Okay. So chronologically. Sure. Um, we can start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was a teacher, had moved to Minnesota to be a teacher. He lived in north of the Twin Cities. Okay. I live in the south mm-hmm. of the Twin Cities. He's probably so, my neighbor now, so. No, he, I probably, he's probably not. Uh, so he was living with his parents, which, okay, you just moved back sure. from Iowa. I get it. He drove to my house. We went on a couple of dates. He nearly got into a fight at a restaurant downtown while we were at dinner because they were closing for a special event. And okay. they allowed us to eat dinner, and then they were going to close. Well, he was upset that they were asking us to finish or meals so they could open for this event. So he was really upset about that and he drank too much and it was it was a mess. So okay. I had I drove, I took him home and then I later found out that he had had his driver's license taken away from him because he had a DUI in Iowa. Okay. And he didn't know that the DUI goes with him. <laughs> He thought in Minnesota he was good to go. So did he try to get a, a Minnesota license then, or he just used he his just kept using his license. he just kept using his revoked license okay. and didn't do anything about it? But then he found out that he shouldn't be driving, and I should come and get him sure. for the next date. And I was like, no. <laughs> and he was he was north, and you were south. Yeah, we're okay. talking like an hour drive, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, 
nope, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not getting in the mess of that. Okay. Not with two kids and. Right. Now, how old were your kids at the time? Roughly? They were like 10 and 14. Okay. So, so they're about, watching. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> boys, girls. One two of boys. Each, two boys. Okay. So yeah. that's not as bad, but still. Yeah. They're watching. And so now, I was like. Mm-hmm. Did, did you ever bring them around the house? No. Okay. No. So, yeah, he never made it to, like, past three dates. And so okay. my kids didn't meet anyone that was more than or less than at least five dates. Okay. So. Now, I haven't dated that many times, but my kids have never met anyone that I've dated. Yeah. Not even if we ran into them. Yeah, but if you'd be in Target with them. Right. And they would also be, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah that, I totally that, agree. Fortunately, that hasn't happened. So, <laughs> so how long did you see him? You said about three that days was like roughly. a month long. Okay. like you know. Did, so, did you time. actually go up and pick him up, or was that the the deal breaker? That, right well, I went up to pick him up because he asked me to, and I was okay. like, "All right." So then we went into Minneapolis to eat. Okay. You but know, there's he, there's a lot of things between you know north of the metro and Minneapolis. So I know. <laughs> But that's where he wanted to go, oh, and I was so, like, okay, "Okay, so he was the driver of that." Yeah, so I was like, "Okay, I'll come and get you, and then we'll drive." And then I had to take him home after the whole mess at the restaurant, and then I had to drive myself home, and I was just <laughs> like, "That's not happening again." Right, right. <laughs> so that didn't happen again with that guy. No. Okay. Did you date any other people that didn't have their driver's license? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, he what, was it by design, or did they lose their license? They lost their okay. license. Yeah. So that that one, I thought he had lost his license due to having a DUI. Oh, so it's worse than that. It's worse than okay. that. He lost his license because he hadn't been paying child support. Ah, okay. And all like we had talked on the phone many many times and when you're a parent of a teenager or two teenagers you tend to complain about them once in a while (laughs) and i was venting about two teenage boys that lived with me at the time and never once did he mention he had children okay and then Did, did you ever ask yes okay and, and he, st- he, he still, still was not. like, no. Hmm. Okay. So then eventually when he kept talking about not having a driver's license, I was like, okay, so why don't you have a driver's license? You know, I don't, I need to just know. And he goes, well, I don't pay child support. And I was like, what? And he goes, and I said, if you don't pay child support, that means you have children somewhere. <laughs> and I thought we talked about children do you, and he was like, I have five children. Oh, my God. I'm like... F- five children, how many mothers? One. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure that makes it any better no. or worse. I think it makes what. it worse. <laughs> so did he ever see the kids? Or no. he couldn't see them because he wasn't paying child support? Yes. I suppose he could ride his bike over and see them. I don't know. He lived like north of the cities again. Not all of us north of the cities I know. people are... For driver's licenses. <laughs> so at and that we're not moment, all drunks yeah. <laughs> and when I learned that he didn't have a driver's license because he wasn't paying child support, that was just done. I couldn't look past that anymore. I'm right. like, okay, so one drunk, one deadbeat dad. Yep. 
how deep does the rabbit hole go here? <laughs> there was another drunk. Okay. He would dr- come to my house, and we dated for like five months. He okay. would come and visit me. My kids knew him. My kids liked him. Um, I would once in a while go and visit him. Um, was he north of the metro also? No, he was west of okay. the metro, so it was different. And um, he smoked pot. Okay. And because of my job, I had to say no every time right. it was yep. offered. Yep. But every time he would offer it to me over and over again. And I'm like, That's look. because he's polite. How many conversations <laughs> do we have to have about my choices about pot? Right. You know. So eventually I was just like, I can't continue to have the same conversation with you. Right. So did he have a, a decent job? I mean, yeah, what, he had a great job. And he had, he had two, a driver's license? He had a driver's license. Okay. And he just drank a lot. He'd bring like a fifth of vodka to my house and it would be gone in that one evening. Okay, so did he... He spent the night okay. at my house, so he wasn't like getting in his car to right. go back. So that was good, but I was just like, we can't keep this pace. Was he a good drunk or was he a bad drunk? He was fine. Okay. I mean, could you tell? I mean, maybe you could, but I could, could, tell. could the boys tell? No. Okay. No. So but he, he had, he's he got a drinking problem. Or yeah. he had a drinking problem. Yeah. Who knows if he still does. Yeah. Okay. And he continued to contact me for probably like, oh, let's see. We broke up in 15. So he probably just stopped communicating with me last year. Okay. So he, he he would send me texts, send he, me messages, however he could. But you gave him the official, "Hey, we're done. You broke up." Many times. Okay. <laughs> but he still tried. Yeah. So he's persistent and he is considerate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I got birthday wishes. I got yeah. you know all the things. I think that's a guy thing, kind of the opposite of breadcrumbing, I guess, where you get dumped and you think, well, maybe there's a chance down the road. Maybe. Yeah. Let me just. Keep my foot in the door. Yeah. I think the foot just keeps getting slammed. In the yeah. Door. Yeah. I mean, it had to be painful to be told over and over again, I'm not interested. If he was high enough or drunk enough, maybe he just didn't get That's That's probably what that's, it was. That could be. He didn't get it. Yeah. That could be. But the nice thing is that you weren't passive aggressive about it and you said, no, thank you. Yeah. Yep. Many times. So... And he assured me at one point that he had changed a lot. And I was like, I'm not interested to find out what has changed. He changed from vodka to whiskey, probably. (laughs) Could be. But I just was like, I don't. I mean, you don't. I mean, I I didn't walk away because of the behaviors. Mm -hmm. I walked away because I wasn't feeling what I needed to feel to be in a relationship. The behaviors were just a side effect of... I'm not doing more of this. Right. So, right. yeah. Okay. So what else you got? I mean, <laughs> it doesn't sound great so far. Have you had any successful relationships? Um, no. Well, I've had some really good dates and okay. made some, you know, I made the good friendships. Um, I was friends with, a, there was a guy that I um, met. I think it was through Match. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. So. You start out, you, you match with somebody, whether it be on Match or Facebook dating or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I assume you there's some sort of a connection. At what point do you realize, I don't feel any romantic feelings for this person, but let's be friends? I don't know if I've ever had that happen. Um, the, the particular 
scenario that I've become friends with is one, he traveled to the Twin Cities for work from Tennessee. Okay. And so he was tired of eating dinner alone at the bar in this hotel every night. And so he's like, maybe I just meet people in the Twin Cities. And the dating app was the easiest way, right. you know, because he used it at home to try and meet someone. And so um, we got along really well. And so he came to visit me one time when he wasn't here for work. And then I went to visit him one time. Okay. So um, it, was, it was more than just a, a yeah. casual dating kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, just because of the distance and right. he finally changed jobs and things like that. And he wasn't traveling here anymore. We just became friends. And so that was, that was cool. Okay. You know, so are you still in contact with him? I talk to him like once a year now. We're both pretty busy and, but yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's good. Yeah. I mean, he had all his teeth, I assume. He did. Okay. That's something that I've heard a couple of times about (laughs) lack of teeth yes so so let's hear about that i had the lack of teeth date uh <laughs> that wasn't his only problem okay well, let's, <laughs> talk, let's talk about the teeth did he had literally have no teeth did he have some teeth did he wear dentures he had some teeth okay. i couldn't quite figure out what was weird at first like his smile was weird and that's what ticked like tipped me off in, to in like the pictures or in person in person okay because so did he keep his lips pretty yeah and it kept or? like he smiled weird to hide because it was the right side, like okay. the eye teeth on the side. Okay, and so, so a pretty noticeable. Yeah, but he was smiling weird, and I couldn't figure out like what's going on with his smile. Okay, and so then I'm starting to pay attention more and more right. and try to figure it out, and then I saw there were missing teeth and all, all kinds of space back there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he. That wasn't the deal breaker, okay. but that was, you know. So what was the deal breaker with this guy? So that one, um, he had been at the bar before I got there, which is fine. But um, I had, we had coordinated to meet after I got done with work. And at that time I worked in healthcare. So I was on my way home. I got released from work early and I said, hey, I finished early and we're on my way. And he's like, oh, I've already been here. And I'm like, okay. So I showed up and he had coins and crumpled dollars spread out on the bar okay. in front of him. Was he collecting them on a street corner or? I, I don't know. Okay. I didn't ask where they came okay. from. But he, when I arrived, I walked in and he announced to the bar that I was there and I was hot. Okay. So that was like. Oh, hello. <laughs> Did he bring a, a trumpet along no. to get everyone's attention? <laughs> he didn't. I mean, there were like six people in there. Okay. It was like a Sunday afternoon, so okay. it wasn't like, it wasn't crazy in there. But he did announce to the bar, and the poor bartender was like, oh, boy, I'm going to have to watch this. So then the bartender came over to take my order, but before I could put my order in, the guy tells me that I can only spend within what's available on the on the bar. Okay. And so he's like trying to move it around so I can count it. Okay. And I'm like, it's good. I'll buy my so, own. So he didn't keep a running total of his change on the bar. No. <laughs> or in his pocket. Okay. I don't. So I said, it's fine. I'll, I'll pay for my own. And he's like, no, I want to buy for you. And I'm like, but you've got just... 
wads of change. Yeah, I don't know that it's going to do it. <laughs> so I ordered, I ate my lunch, I ordered some lunch, ordered a beer, and in the time that we were talking, mm-hmm. he claimed to be airborne, okay. but then... So, so something that you would know a little bit about. Yeah, okay. yeah, because he's trying, he knew about my job, and yep. so he claims that he's retired airborne. Okay. But he gives me a military base that would not have been the case. And so I was just like. So he's trying to impress you. Yep. And he wasn't. (laughs) He wasn't right. (laughs) So he he had never. I know he hadn't ever served. So I was kind of like, whatever. Okay. He told me his kids um, were professional hockey players. Okay. um, But couldn't like give me teams that they were on. In his defense, he had been at the bar spending all of his change and crumpled dollar bills drinking. So, it's true. Yeah. So I, I like this. All happened in an hour. Okay. I ordered chicken tenders. I ate my chicken tenders. He talked like the whole time. Yeah. And I just when the date was over, I was when my chicken tenders were finished and my beer was gone. I was like, well, I'm gonna go home now. And I got up and. <laughs> so did he try and kiss you at that point? No. Okay. No. No, I think he knew. Okay. <laughs> what do you think gave it away? Oh, <laughs> the fact that I didn't say anything so the you whole time. You didn't really engage at all. No, I just sat there and listened to him and okay. thought, "Wow, this guy is—he's selling. Shit. He's selling it, okay. but he doesn't—he doesn't know what he's selling." Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so. So now, how did you meet this guy in another app or? Yeah, he was, I think, through Match. Okay. Yeah. So have you met anybody just, you know, like the old days before we had apps or I think, I don't think anybody comes up and talks to anybody anymore. No. And I have a theory about that. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. So in Minnesota, we're passive aggressive. Yeah. Unless you've left and come back because when we have to go and mingle with people outside of Minnesota, we can no longer be passive aggressive. They don't let you outside of Minnesota. So because we're passive aggressive here, I have a theory that men in Minnesota, when they see a woman they want to be a part of, in their lives Mm -hmm. they just hang around like a mosquito until the woman's like hey do you want to go do something and then they're like yeah yeah i want to go do something with you and then that becomes the date okay and then if if the woman likes them and keeps them around and they keep doing stuff then that becomes a relationship okay and then eventually the guy is like, okay, I've got to do something if I'm going to keep her, so I should ask her to marry me. Okay. And that's how it happens here. Hmm. That's an interesting theory. Because every man that's ever approached me to talk to me has not been from Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota men do not approach me. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So. I guess I hadn't. Now, I, for, for me, you know, in high school, I, I talked to girls. But I left Minnesota, you know, right after high school. Or I, I had the summer off, and then I shipped off to boot camp. So when I was home, when I met my future wife, now ex-wife, I just went up and talked to her. And I really haven't been in the dating pool, per se, right. for a long time. So that that's interesting. I wonder how shocking is it when somebody actually comes up and talks to you and asks you on a date? So when that happens, I can kind of, I kind of 
assume, I shouldn't assume, but I do kind of assume that they're not from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always been right. Okay. And it's even really young men. Mm-hmm. So a couple times I was out with a friend for a soccer game or something, and we were at the bar watching a soccer game on television. On purpose? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, she's from Wisconsin. I'm from Minnesota. And some young 21-year-olds at the time, and I was in my 40s at that point, uh, 21-year-olds came up to talk to us. Okay. And they were flirting. Talk, talk and the Cougars. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it was just a fun little conversation about the soccer and whatever. And so I finally asked them, I said, you don't live here, do you? And he was like, no, I'm from Wisconsin. And I'm like, yeah, so how did think, I know? <laughs> you think it's just Minnesota and not Wisconsinites? It's they, not Wisconsin. Huh. I don't know why Wisconsin is different. I mean, Wisconsin's different, but... I don't know why, what makes men in Minnesota not communicate with women. Like, they just won't even. Huh. Now, that's a whole other thing that I'm going to have to look into. Yeah. I, it never occurred to me that. So, I assume these the guys from Minnesota that maybe you don't talk to or maybe you've never been out with. Hey, if you ever need anything... Give me a call, text me, whatever, you know, things like that. Yeah. I assume that's the type of passive aggressive. Yes. That they're the mosquito. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They just keep, they, they just keep coming back to they like. Hover, they hover a, around and yeah, then. And they, hope that I'm going to do the work. Right. Hmm. Yeah. But everyone, everyone I've dated that's been a relationship now more than a month has not been from Minnesota, except for the other one that we'll talk about. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> so I'm sure this will come up again. But so what? what's next? Okay. <laughs> what's next on the so hit the, list? So the big, the big event that okay. I had was I was done with the dating. I had been on the date with the guy with no teeth. And I was like, I can't, I can't continue this path. It's painful. It takes a lot of time. I want to say things to these people. I don't have the patience for it. So I was like, I'm done. So I planned and I thought I had canceled my payment and was going to close the account. For? For Match.com. Okay, gotcha. So I had, I thought, canceled my payment okay and i got an email saying hey we charged your account for and i was like okay well i paid for it may as well use it may as well use it for one more month right so i went on a date and i wasn't anticipating that it would be anything good you know it was gonna be like everything else and i there were dates that were just like they were good but there was just not anything that would go past a first date. Okay. So I just figured that's what it was going to be. It was just going to be a first date and done. But no, we liked each other. And so um, we went on the date and then he asked if we could go bowling. So that was the second part of our date. And so, so, so same date. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we like so had, you, extend, you extended the or he extended asked if you would like to extend the yeah. date. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, oh, this is fun. So and he's from Minnesota. He's from Minnesota. Wow. Okay. So that was like, wow. So then we dated for four years. Wow. Okay. 
And then um, we went to the cabin at 4th of July. Okay, your cabin or his cabin? His cabin. Okay. Went to the cabin. This was not my first time at the cabin. This is like my 15th time at the okay. cabin. So things are maybe not it's like, serious, but they're... It's like, I mean, yeah, we weren't living together, but I mean... But you're together. We're together, and we were doing like life stuff together. Okay. And um, we came home from the cabin, and my dog was dying at the time. Okay. And so, obviously, I'm home going through that with her. And eventually, uh, we had talked on the phone every day after work. I drove for a living at the time, and he drove an hour every day to and from work. Okay. So, we used that hour to just talk. Sure. You know? So um, we talked on the phone, he vented about his day, and we talked about my day and my dog dying and stuff like that. And then we hung up, and I went and had dinner with my son, and he, I think, went and made dinner for his kid, and like right before bedtime, he said something weird, and I said, are you breaking up with me? (laughs) And he goes, actually, yes. Okay. And I'm like, by text? (laughs) Now, to be fair, I did ask that by text, but I was like... Right. Okay. Okay. So so he didn't have the passive-aggressive in the beginning. Right. I assume he wasn't passive-aggressive throughout the entire relationship. Nope. But then at the end of it, he goes all passive-aggressive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he wants to do it, but he wants it to be your idea. Yeah. Well, no, he took ownership of it. Okay. Because I just was like... At least he wanted you to bring it up or mention it. Okay. Yeah. So I said, are you breaking up with me? Is that what this means? And he goes, actually, yes. So did you ever find out why? No. Was that literally the end? No no contact after that? He... He couldn't give me a reason that night, except that he gave like four different dumb reasons. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I've loved you. I don't think I can love people. I, you know, and I'm just like, you're a human being on this earth, so you can. (laughs) You have a mom and three children and a sister, and you love them, so you can. Right. You know, so I I was kind of like, that's dumb, but whatever. And so um, he never really gave a reason. And then um, I pushed for him to see me face to face. Okay. And so I met him at his house. I got 10 minutes because he was leaving to go to a kid's sporting thing. And that's all the time he had between the kid had already left on his own. And he had time before he had to leave to go to the game. Yeah. So he gave me my things that were at his house and just said, I don't know. I'm sorry. Wow. That's weird. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, oh, and please don't tell my mom and my sister. And I'm like, uh. Eventually they're going to find out, right? Somebody needs to tell them. And he was like, yeah, but it's my mom's birthday and I, it, this weekend, and I don't want her to know. Okay, so you were you fairly close with her? Yeah, okay. yeah. So then I left, and I kept, like, trying to push for something. Like, what did I do wrong? How can I, like, what can I do differently? What, you know? And he couldn't give me anything. And so finally I just called him. 
and he wouldn't take my call. <laughs> and he said he was eating dinner with his kid. His kid was 16. Like okay. he could have gotten up right. from the table for the conversation, but he chose not to. So he said he was eating dinner and he wasn't going to have a conversation with me. And I said, I think I deserve after four years and this ending something right. that's accurate. And so he sent something that said, um, I am uncomfortable when you are with me and my kids. Okay. So I immediately said, so I've been a danger to your kids for four years, and now you're able to say something? <laughs> They're 16, so, 21, and so 23. <laughs> did, did he feel uncomfortable or unsafe? What? Well, he said, when I said I made your kids unsafe, he said that's not what I meant. So, okay. Other than that, I don't, I don't know. So he's just full of excuses, and probably none of it was even accurate. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And how long ago was that? That was nine months ago. Oh, so relatively recently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So in that nine months, how much have you dated? I just started last month. Okay. And how's it going so far? It's, <laughs> it's okay. I haven't, I've met some really nice men, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't. I don't feel a connection with very, you know, with them. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because I just shouldn't be dating. Um, I took the time to heal. So I don't think that I'm still grieving that. I think I'm just, I don't know. Well, after your divorce, how long was it before you got into a relationship? And I'm I'm using air quotes because it it works really well on a podcast without (laughs) video. Uh like a month. Okay, so that was more yeah. of a rebound type thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and I mean, I don't know. I probably, I didn't do the rebound this time, but I don't, I don't know. I think I'm just tired now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> does that make sense? I mean. Yeah, it does. Well, when when I was first divorced, I, I focused on, on raising my kids. I wanted to make sure that they, that everything that I did surrounded the kids so I didn't date for probably four or five years and and the only reason I went on the first date was because I got set up by a friend and we talked and then we decided to go out and we went out a few times and then that just ended and that was over text too it was on a Thanksgiving and her kids were gone I don't know where my kids were and I'm like well do you want to get together no okay no as in no, not tonight, or no, not ever. And it was pretty much no, not ever. I'm oh. Like, but I didn't push it. Yeah. Because, you know, we'd only been out a few times. And right. It, okay. You know, she doesn't want to see me, that's fine. Yeah. I, and I'm not I don't, gonna lose any sleep over that. Right. And I don't want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with me. Right. I mean, that's yeah. silly. <laughs> but that was, wasn't even a relationship. That yeah. was just the most time I'd spent with somebody other than my kids my ex-wife right and then sporadically dated here and there and just was not feeling it at all then I kind of got to the point where I used my kids more as an excuse why I'm not dating and then when my kids I can't use that excuse anymore because my daughter is 25 and my son's 23 
that really doesn't work. And I decided, you know what, I, I think I, I want to dip my toes in the dating pool. And um, it was a little acidy and it just wasn't a great fit. So that's where this podcast came from. Yeah, it's, uh, I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm not, I was bitter. I was really upset. Well, obviously. you had a lot of time yeah. invested. Yeah. And that's kind of what made me mad was that we spent four years. So I went from 44 to 48 and now I have to go back out and date. And it's a very different experience between when I was 44. Right. And so I don't know if that's what's frustrating for me. Because it's like... And there are so many people that are in their late 40s, so like 48 to 53, mm-hmm. their kids are little. And I'm like, I can't, I'm going to be a grandma and you've got a five-year-old. Right. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not opposed to someone's children, but I don't want to be a part of raising them. Right. And if that relationship progresses, it's going to become a topic and I'm going to have to say... I am embracing being a grandmother. I don't want to raise your kids. Your kids yep. too. You know, it, right. it's it sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is a lot of work. I'm really tired from raising them. Right, right. I I'm still doing it with one of them. <laughs> so, how old is the one at home? He's 21. Okay. And my son's 23. Still is at home. He will probably never, I'll probably have to sell the house from under him. He's got a good job, makes good money, but he's in no rush to, to move, which is fine. Honestly, I don't know what I will do when he actually does move. And we had a conversation about it the other day and he's like, well, I partially don't want to leave you. And I'm like, don't put your life on hold because you're worried about me. Do your thing. Everybody leaves the nest at some point. He'd save money and then eventually buy a house. Well, You know, I mean, we have the opposite. He doesn't have a job. He needs to get a job because he has a baby on the way. Mm, Okay. His girlfriend does not live with us. And will that change at all? Do you think? Or I'm not. I mean, she has. She has lived with us um, because that scenario at her home was not good at the time. And I'm like. You're here all the time. Right. So now you're going to live here, and now you're going to use my rules. Right. You know, so we reestablished all of that. But then she wanted to go to college, and her parents said if she moved home, they would pay for her to go to school. Okay. And so they did that. And so then she got pregnant after she moved back home. And so now we have a baby on the way and so my son really needs to get a job and he really wants to live on his own Uh but he needs a job to do that and it's just been so has he been working in the past yes okay yeah yeah um and he has he has a degree but he's just having a hard time finding a job and i'm just kind of like i'm sure you can get a job he's he's waiting for the right job yeah okay yeah I do ask him every now and then. I'm like, are you going to live with me till I'm dead? <laughs> and he's like, no, mom, I'm not living with you till you're dead. And I'm like, it feels that way. Right. But. So now is the girlfriend, is she still going to school? Or Yes. Okay. Yep. So 
yeah, she's going to school and doing everything she needs to to get into adulthood, you know. Including having a baby. Including having a baby. So, yeah. And she's nervous about her boyfriend not having a job. I can't imagine why. I mean... (laughs) I would be freaking out too. Fortunately, my, my daughter lives with her fiance. They're getting married in October, which her wedding date is the same as my and my ex-wife's wedding date. Just so happened. To oh, me. that's funny. When she said, you know, they're looking at dates and I said, oh, well, make sure it's October 8th. And then that, that actually turned out to be the only date that was available at the no venue. No way. So that they took it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I just told her and her, her fiance that the date the wedding date is doomed and they'll never make it so <laughs> at least they know that going into it well, right no. we, we get along really well so <laughs> and her her fiance is a pretty good guy good yeah and my other son has a great job his wife has a great job they live like six miles from me and but no good. kids on the they don't have any kids. No, she's a preschool teacher, so she gets she gets all she needs from her three-year-olds. Yeah. Now, eventually, <laughs> someone's going to want a kid. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, they'll decide that. Maybe, maybe she needs to take a different yeah, job. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, she's kind of alluded to it. My son was looking at a Mini Cooper, and she's like, that's not a family car. Right. <laughs> and so she's kind of said, we have to make decisions that are future worthy not yep and how long have they been married two years okay so they're still yeah new into it yeah so because we were married i don't know three four years before we had kids and i i wasn't in any rush to have a kid um and then she just said okay we're doing it it's like uh okay so we <laughs> just did it and then when it came time for number two it's like we're doing it now yeah it's like okay Oh, yeah, we didn't plan ours. We arrived at my first duty station and found out I was pregnant. Okay. So <laughs> that wasn't planned, but. And was it a deployable role that you were in? Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I, I missed the deployment. Actually, there was a deployment opportunity and I missed it because I was pregnant. Right, so. right. But. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So back to the dating. Yeah. So so in in the last nine months or so, how many dates do you think you've been on? Six. Okay. Yeah. No real keepers yet. No. Okay. No. And of those six, how many have you had to ask out versus them asking you out? Um, like three. Okay, so half. Yeah. And the three that asked you out were they from out of state? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the trend continues. Yeah. They keep proving it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. And I mean, when I say they're out of state, it's like they're out of state, um, Wisconsin, Iowa. So they're Midwestern. Yeah. So it's. They're like neighbors. Any, but, anyone from South Dakota or North Dakota? Any of the Dakotas? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> I mean, no. I don't know that those people like ever truly come to the Twin Cities. I don't talk to very many that come in. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, my, my dad's from South Dakota. So when he and my grandparents, when they all moved, I guess I don't 
run into people that have moved here from South Dakota. There could be other issues too why they don't. Yeah. So state tax might be one. Right. Yeah, because I mean, there's no state tax yeah, there. Yeah, it's we, good in South Dakota, and we pay yeah plenty. Yeah. Here, so. Yeah, so I I don't blame them for. I mean, I lived there for that was where my duty station was. Oh, okay. So, Up by Rapid City. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to come here, it was. So are you from here originally? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and so was my husband, and or my ex husband, and um. We met because we worked together, and we were sent to redesign another store together. Okay. And um, he was like the mosquito. <laughs> and finally, I just was like... He just like, wore you down. Yeah. Yep. He irritated you to the point where... I was like, well, let's just go do stuff together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to look into that because I, I had never heard that perspective before. I haven't either. And when I say it, I know that some people look at me like, I don't think that's true. But uh, I, I mean, you spend I, enough time with a Minnesotan and you can kind of see it anyway. I'm not denying it. Yeah. I, but and now I'm going to be self-conscious about it. It's the same. It's the same way with making friends. I have even found it to be true with making girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I've made friends with women who are not from Minnesota, a lot easier, like not, you know, like outside of work. Yeah. So like with the intention of going out and making friendships with other women, it's been the same thing. Women from Minnesota aren't as quick to let you come into their life. Well, that brings up a good point because I have heard especially from from women that have been from out of state that have moved here from out of state that if you're not from that area if you weren't born and raised there went to high school there had your kids there doesn't matter how long you live there you're an outsider and yeah. you're never really brought in yep and mm-hmm. i found that because i moved from burnsville to apple valley with my divorce mm-hmm. and so um i had all of these friends that were in the same peer groups as my kids and when I moved to Apple Valley and those peer groups changed, I was not included in those peer groups. I was just on the outside. Right. So, and that's just moving six miles. Wow. Well, my kids were young and we went to a Halloween party or something and I had to bring my kid there and I had to stay there. All the parents were on the inside and they all went to St. Francis and they're, they're all in the same, you yep. know, geographic area. Well, I grew up in Coon Rapids, which is... They don't even know where that is. Well, it's, it's only about 15, <laughs> 20 know. minutes away. But still, it may as well have been from Mars. Yeah. I was literally, you know, I, I try to make conversation and they're just maybe didn't intentionally not include me, but they definitely did not include me yeah. in the conversation. Yeah. Occasionally it would be, hey, what do you think about this? You know, they'd get my input just to placate me or something. I don't know. But I guess I do see it in that regard. Yeah. I, I found it to be the case in dating and in friendships. Okay. So I don't know. I don't think it's just you. No, I don't think it is just me either. Yeah. So Well, as this podcast goes along, that's gonna be something that I that I pursue. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that angle to see if other people have experienced it. Now some of the people have probably never moved beyond, you know, a fifteen mile radius, so 
they may not be the best source of, of information, but there should be a lot of them out there. Yeah, yeah. Because as a traveler, every time I left Minnesota and would be out with my group or go out by myself, I was always approached. So that was like, wait a minute. What is happening? Like, I don't get talked to in my own state. Right. Nobody talks to me here. In my own hometown. Yeah. Nobody talks to me here. But I can leave the state of Minnesota, and I can have a conversation with anyone in this place. But it's Minnesota nice. Oh, yeah. Everyone's friendly here. Yeah. (laughs) And then they'll... (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, on that note, it's getting to the point where this place is going to close up so we should probably wrap it up sure um anything else you want to put out there no i think that's it covers any, it. any instagram or <laughs> snapchat or email or anything you want to put out there just in case there's some random out-of-state guy <laughs> that wants to take you out on on the town well my instagram handle is carrie the hammer with um the lowercase underscores okay. carrie underscore the underscore hammer Text that to me, and I okay. will put it up on the on the page or on cool. the description or something. Sure. And we'll kind of figure it out from there. Cool. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. And keep in touch because you never know what happens in a few months, and something could change. Yeah, sure. So, all right. Well, thank you, and we'll uh, hopefully this will be edited and put out here sooner than later. Cool. All right. 